Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Life TV broadcast, Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Good morning and shalom. 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 I like shalom it. Shalom to like everybody. It. Yeah. So good. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing, nothing broken. broken. Yeah, in our lives. Amen. Amen. You uh you 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 took me somewhere when you said that word shalom. And I don't want to get into the message right away. I want to do my hellos. Oh. But um when I think of Shalom, I think of it totally different now. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, today is going to be a great day. Yeah. Amen. You might say, how can you say that, Pastor Tasha? Well, it is a king's job to decree a thing. And it shall be established. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Well, I want to say this. This is the day that the Lord has made. We, we will, will rejoice, rejoice and be glad in it. You know, uh, yesterday the Lord was talking to me about certain things. Or maybe it was the day before yesterday. But uh, he said that there's a difference between uh productive thoughts and consuming thoughts Ooh, that's good <laughs> you know uh god said in the beginning be fruitful multiply re replenish, replenish the, the earth. earth so yes. so basically what he was doing was he was giving us ideas with this commandment to be productive mm -hmm. but what happened in the garden is that man sinned man fell and we became consumers Ooh. That is so interesting because, you know, our minds are filled with, you know, both thoughts. Mm -hmm. You talk about the tree of the knowledge, knowledge of, of good, good and, and evil. evil. You know, yeah. we don't often think of it. Good morning, Matt Carey. <laughs> Matt morning, Carey Matt. has the cutest little baby girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. She had me drawing. Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, Daffy yeah. Duck. Yeah, she was taking all your time. <laughs> yeah. I was feeling kind of jealous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Had a great time, you know, getting to know Devin as well. Yeah. Man, yeah. I like I great like family. that. Yeah, I, family. I like that woman. She's she's cool people. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what you were saying just now? Okay, so uh no, I don't. Yeah, we were talking, we about, were talking about how consuming versus uh, productive. Right. And the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we don't often think about it, but the information that we take in, mm -hmm. I'm talking the media, I'm talking about, you know, the airwaves, you know, anything that you're listening to, it could be music mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right, right. So we should really guard our thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, because, uh, you know, all you have to do to get, a bad thought in is wrap it around a good, yeah, a good one. That's right. That's true. You know, that's the enemy that's strategy. Mm -hmm. He has a way of making something bad not seem so bad. Yeah, and also he'll he'll make it be, uh, you know, maybe God won't come through for you in this particular area. You know, right. it's just that little so shred of doubt. The yeah, power. Of God and His Word, yes. Mm -hmm. And we we're talking about faith that works today. Uh, yes. We've been talking about it all week. Uh, faith refresher. We had Rama Cafe last night, and I believe that God showed us in His Word how to how to trust in Him, That's how to good. how to let His Word work. Mm -hmm. um, so to, to, today, I kind of want to just reiterate what we talked about last night, and just kind of okay. uh, bring it from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, you you started off talking about the word shalom. So shalom. so Jesus made this statement. He said, "Peace I leave <coughs> with you, 
my own peace. My own peace do I give you, not as the world give give to you, but I give my peace to you. So yes. he was speaking to a bunch of Jewish men, and uh, he was probably speaking in Aramaic. And so he said the word shalom. Uh-huh. So my shalom I give to you. He was saying my nothing missing, nothing broken. Yes. Peace. My my uh, more than just tranquility of mind. Mm-hmm. But he says I'll give you my healing. That's good. You know the same healing. People don't think that. Yeah, they don't. People think like don't that. think about that shalom when he says I give you my peace. My mm-hmm. peace I give you. My peace I leave you. Leave you. That he's even talking about healing. He's talking about healing, and he says the healing that I walked in for three and a half years while I was on the earth. That's the kind of peace I'm giving to you. I'm giving you. I'm giving you my mental health. You wow. Know? You know he never had an emotional. Uh, uh, what would I say? Uh, where his emotions just took over. Right. Because we make such a bad deal about emotions. And right, we were talking about that last night. Yeah, we 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 make emotions be like a bad thing. But like he, the enemy. Yeah, but emotions are good. God gave us emotions. Right. Almost like Christian people can't have emotions. Right. Uh, if you got a problem, just cast it out. Yeah. You know, I'm, and it's like it's nothing wrong with recognizing that you have the power of God on the inside and that you can cast out, you can take authority over your emotions and so on and so forth. But you know, uh, we find that in God's word, he, even before Jesus, if, if you look in the Old Testament, God displayed all of the emotions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. last night we we so got good. on the subject of anger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we always think anger is bad. But uh, if you read the word, it says, and God was angered. Mm-hmm. And anytime God got angry, it was because of oppression of his people. Mm-hmm. It was because of yeah. an injustice yeah. of his people. So it was because of a rejection mm-hmm of his people. So these are the things that we should be upset about. Mm-hmm. These are the things that when we sense anger is always a mask for hurt. Mm-hmm. And so when we sense that hurt, then we should respond. Mm-hmm. And God always responded when that check engine light of that, anger. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a check engine light. When that check engine light went off. Mm-hmm. If you're angry about something, you need to roll the tape back. Mm-hmm. And figure out why you feel the way you feel. That's good. That's good. You know, um, in this area of faith, understanding that we do have emotions, understanding that we do have feelings, but we can't allow our feelings to be the sole dominant force. That's so good. We have to let faith be the dominant force. And so when you're operating in God's shalom, you're able to discern whether or not it's of God. It's of God, or if it's of you know the flesh. The flesh. So yeah. let's look at what real faith is, yeah. you know. And and we've been reading out of Romans thirteen, mm-hmm. uh, eleven through fourteen. And I just don't and I want... just want to mention real quick that the flesh wants to be an emotional wreck. Yeah, and it wants to be in, in, in control. <laughs> it wants to be an emotional wreck, and it wants to be in control, <laughs> which is not a good combination. Yeah. By and the and way. if you think about it, the flesh says, "No, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm." I'm emotional and let me be emotional. And everybody around me needs to go through what I'm going yeah, through. Yeah, and don't and don't tell me to not be emotional. Don't tell me to not cry, you know? And we're not saying don't cry, but we're just saying once the crying is over, now become productive. Yeah. <laughs> um Romans 13, uh specifically in verse um verse 12 says this: The night is almost gone, the day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes. 
and put on the shining armor of right living. Mm. So our our subject matter has been has been uh, preparing for Jesus' return. Mm. So how should we prepare for His return? Well, live right in these last days. Yes. So you can't live right unless you learn how to believe. Mm-hmm. Right believing will produce right living. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to live right, but we don't believe right. Right. And so our living right has fallen short because we don't have a proper understanding of what faith is or what yes. true belief is. We see many movies and videos where the person in charge has an aerial view of what's happening on earth or what's happening in a region. Mm-hmm. And very often when a person is doing the desired behavior that they're trying to pinpoint mm-hmm. the computer or whatever it is, will, uh, it will highlight that space, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and right here where it talks about putting on the armor the the shining Shining armor armor. Mm -hmm. of right living you know we often see god as a far off but we know that he's an ever-present help that he's really present with us but it does illustrate how beautiful Mm -hmm. your right living is to Mm, god God. and how it stands out In wow. the midst, in the crowd of darkness, how your right living shines mm-hmm. to God, mm-hmm. how he sees it. Uh, we are we are the light, Jesus said. You know, mm-hmm. he said, I am the, the way, the truth, and the life. And he also said that he's the light of the world. But we, he also called us lights. And yeah. so we belong to the day. Mm-hmm. And so in, in a dark world, if you're looking at it from the aerial God perspective, in a dark world, he sees little lights running around. Ooh, on the earth. it's so precious to him. Yeah, and so when the light gets dim because we're not living right, mm-hmm. he's like, "What's happening? What's there? happening? What's going yeah. on there? Yeah, what happened? They were so brilliant, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never forget. You know, Brianna when she was even as at a small age, she always displayed the traits of being so smart. Mm-hmm. And her teacher used to call her brilliant Brianna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> and it's amazing how she shined mm. in that area. Now mm. all of our girls shine in different areas. Even Kristen, when Kristen was very small, mm-hmm. she had the gift of singing mm-hmm. at a very young age. And they go, Wow, that little girl can sing like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh so you know. Imagine how our right living looks to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, wow, is that my kid? Yeah. Look at how wonderful. Look yeah. at how they stand out. Mm-hmm. So what we do in in our in our right living is we try to we try to put the cart before the horse. You know. Ooh. So we we we've been made righteous, right? Uh, but as righteous people, we need to know do what righteous people do. Mm-hmm. We've been trying to do things to become righteous. But when you believed on Jesus Christ, you were made righteous. Uh, that's different than becoming righteous. You were made righteous. So your new your identity changed. Mm-hmm. And as a new creature in Christ, now you must live a certain way. Mm-hmm. But I can't live a certain way if I don't know how to live. Well, the for the Bible to call it armor, mm-hmm. you know, it that kind of denotes a few things. Mm-hmm. Because armor not only keeps things so in, good. but it also keeps things out. Mm-hmm. And it also means that you're distinguished. Yeah. So good. So you could be born again and not have your armor on and mm-hmm. you won't look any different mm-hmm. than anybody else. That's Can right. you imagine That's that? Right. Yeah. So if you're born again and you're not living right, you ain't got no armor on. Mm. Wow. 
you don't shine the way you should. Mm -hmm. And they call it shining armor. Wow. Yeah, shining armor. So let's look then at uh, this thing called real faith. Now, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, it says, When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, I am persuaded is in you also. So that means that faith can be passed down from generation to generation. And <laughs> it could be genuine faith mm -hmm. or not genuine, genuine faith. faith. That's right. And if you've ever had fake jewelry, mm -hmm. you know the difference you between the difference. genuine and fake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Genuine diamond. <laughs> so uh, one translation calls it unfeigned faith, which is the King James. And we don't say that often, you know, that word, that word unfeigned. You know, it just sounds funny coming out of my lips, unfeigned. <laughs> but uh, another translation in the NIV, it calls it sincere faith. Mm. So there there can be a sincere faith and then there can be a what? Insincere faith. Mm, a faith that's not real. So do you think sometimes people talk the faith talk? That's right. In front of people, because mm -hmm. we know the lingo. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we often, me and you, when we when we joke about it, we call it Christianese. Mm -hmm. In other mm -hmm. words, sometimes you know the right answer mm -hmm. or what people expect you to say mm -hmm. because you're born again. But that doesn't mean that this is a deep held belief that is in your heart. Right. That's right. Yeah. Big difference. Mm -hmm. Big difference. You can tell when a person is uh, ingenuine or insincere. Sometimes. I, uh, I can tell a lot because <laughs> they're overt with it. They're just like, well, you know, you know, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored and the Lord loves me and all this kind of stuff. And I'm kind of like, I'm just asking you. I'm, I'm just, just saying hi, you know, <laughs> and, and and I understand too much. I understand much. when you are going through something and you know, you have to release faith in that situation, but you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You oh, know, yeah. you don't have to prove By the way you say, yeah, it. you don't have to prove that you're in faith. You know, your faith should just shine. Yeah. Your faith should just shine. You know? I've seen people though, in desperate situations have a you know what? I don't have time to care about what people think right now. I mm -hmm. need to just walk by faith. Right. Right. But, you know, I, I you, you made a statement. You say we get into Christianese. And I heard this story about a man of God that we used to follow after he's gone home to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was riding in the car mm -hmm. with, with this particular minister. And this man was powerful in the things of God. He saw Jesus several times. You know, his wow. name is Brother Hagen, Brother okay. Kenneth e. Hagen. Yeah. And so. He was riding in the car with this other minister and all of a sudden he just tapped the man on the shoulder and said, "Whoa, you feel that? You know? <laughs> and uh, the preacher said, no. No, <laughs> like no. that was weird. Yeah, like, no, I don't feel anything. <laughs> and the, and uh, Brother Hagen said, yeah, me either. I don't feel anything. So it was kind of a test. It was a test. Because what a lot of people will do when they're in the presence of what they call a, a great man, a great of man of God, a great woman of God, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, brother, hang on. Woo, I felt that. Woo, woo, woo. And they didn't feel anything. You yeah. know, that's insincere faith. Yeah, That's disgenuine faith. You yeah. know, a, a lot of times people are trying to put on, you know, uh -huh. like they like they know so much or, they, or that they can do so much. But you don't have to prove anything to anyone. That's so when good. you're in real faith, it will shine. Yeah, it so will, good. It will shine. Now, uh, another translation says uh, strong faith. Mm. Strong faith is faith that works. Mm -hmm. So we, we want to have faith that works. Wow. We don't want to have faith that just puts on and, and make, 
will make a person think I'm in faith. No, I want I want this thing to actually work. So don't just make a spectacle of the things of God. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's there's a warning with that. Don't make don't just make a spectacle of the things of God. You know, you got to think about fake jewelry. How does it look when you first get it? Mm-hmm. It looks like, ooh, you got some bad jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know, but then after a few weeks, it started looking like you got some bad jewelry. But <laughs> but think about this. A person who has fake jewelry to the trained eye, they know it. Yeah, they know right away. They know right away. They can see through that fake phone. That facade. Yeah. And here's the problem. And this is why we're teaching on real faith today. So many people are turned off from the things of God because, because believe, of... believers have been walking in what they call faith and it's been fake, fake. faith. It's, it's been, been fake. fake faith. And uh, that's why I believe God has put it on us right. to uproot that Not stuff. just us. You know, if you're on the line, yeah. you know, we're talking to you too. You mm-hmm. are ministers of reconciliation. We were just reading that in 2 Corinthians mm-hmm. uh, 5, 17 and 18. Uh, we were reading it in children's church. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, how we are ministers of reconciliation. So in other words, these faith concepts, we have a faith responsibility. We have a faith responsibility. Uh, to be that shining armor not just before god but before this world Real. Who, yeah they're looking for something real they're looking for something real that's why the occult is so big Oof. uh they're looking for something that they call real they're just looking for the supernatural mm-hmm. so we have to be real people of real faith now so good. uh go to second corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 and this is the new living translation and i lo- like what it says mm. it says although he was crucified in weakness this is talking about jesus he now lives by the power of God. Mm. So Jesus was crucified in weakness. And now we understand that his life was in God's power, the power of the father. Right. Then he goes on to say, we too, or we also are weak, just mm. as the anointed one and his anointing was. But when we deal with you, we will be alive with him and we will have God's power. So Paul was saying here that in order for you to walk in the power of God, you must become weak in your own ability. Yeah. And, and you know, if you read it in the Amplified, it says, as he was humanly weak, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yet in dealing with you, we show ourselves alive and strong in fellowship with, with him, him by, by the, what? The power, the power of, of God. Yeah. So we want God to come <laughs> with us. Mm-hmm. The only way he can come with us is that we we have to die to our own ability, right, and our own faith, right, and we have to to become alive in his faith, right, and and really right here, this to me illustrates the difference between having personal human faith mm-hmm. and then having supernatural. Natural anointed faith in Jesus Christ, the anointed one and his anointing. Mm-hmm. Cause even Jesus himself as powerful as his human faith was, it, it paled mm-hmm. in comparison to his supernatural that the father provided faith yeah. that the father provided. So Jesus said, I don't want to trust in myself. Mm, so I, good. I trust in the faith of my father. Yes. Yeah. So uh, good. And we're going to look at that later if we have time. But then verse five says this, examine yourselves now Ooh, that's to see so if good. your faith is genuine. Mm. So, so check yourself. 
See if you're in your faith or if you're in the faith of Jesus. Oh, it says test and prove yourself. Test yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's powerful. Test yourself. Mm -hmm. Am I really in faith? Do I really believe it's going to rain today? Mm -hmm. Am I walking out of here without an umbrella? Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I believing that I'm going to walk today? Mm -hmm. Did I walk out of this house with a pair of shoes mm -hmm. in my bag? Mm -hmm. You know, you got to think about that. Mm -hmm. Prove yourself. Prove yourself. That's and, right. And, and I've, I've, I can honestly say I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've done that in different ways, mm -hmm. you know. Am I really in faith? Am I in genuine faith? Am I just talking the talk, mm -hmm. but not walking the walk? So here's the thing. You just you brought up a good point. How do I know I'm in Christ's faith? Because I'm doing something that's uncomfortable to my flesh. Oh, that's the truth. Now, there was a story of a man who, who um, he was born paralyzed. I believe that uh, uh, his legs never fully developed and he could never fully walk. Mm. But he heard of a ministry coming into town doing a tent ministry, and I believe it was either Or Roberts or one of those men of God. And he he said, "I'm going to that meeting, and I'm going to get healed in my legs." Wow! So that was a release of faith, right? But then, faith without works is dead. So being alone, instead of him just saying, "I'm going to be healed," he went down to the shoe store. And bought him a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. Now he had never worn shoes ever in his life, mm -hmm. but his faith was not in what he could accomplish. His faith in is what God had told him to do. Wow! And it's not—it's never comfortable to to your flesh because our flesh only does what makes sense, right? So it doesn't. And our spirit, man, what makes sense don't make faith. Don't make faith. So what we would think of in our flesh is, why am I going down here buying some shoes? I have, oh they gosh. haven't even laid hands on me yet. Yeah, they why? haven't even prayed for me yet. Well, well, if you really believe in, you know, a reasonable person would say, well, wait till you got the miracle, then you go get the mm -hmm. shoes. Yeah. So, so your flesh believes it when it sees it, Ooh. but your spirit sees it to believe it. That's so good. Wow. I'm going to say that again. That's so powerful. Your flesh believes it when it sees it, but your spirit sees it to believe it. Right. So your spirit man will see the end result. Yes. It'll step out and do things because based on what the Holy Spirit has shown yes. your spirit. Yes. And so people can talk about you and call you crazy or whatever. You don't care. You're not resting in your faith. You're not resting in what makes sense. You're resting in what Jesus has told you. Wow. That's his faith. That is so powerful. So uh, uh, Hebrews 11, and we talked all about the Old Testament generals of faith. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get too deep into that. But what we found out is that they all live by their faith. Right. They all live by their faith. And they got certain testimonies, but they never received the full promise. That's right. So last night I said... What good it would be to prepare yourself to run this 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 relay race or this race? You're looking good, got the nice clothes on. You have the testimony that you're going to run the race, but you never get to the end, to the finish line. Never get to the finish line. Well, that's what happened in the Old Testament. They could only operate by their faith, but they God, could only get so far in God. Yeah, but God has something better for us. Hmm. It was called the faith of Christ. Mm -hmm. So uh, we look at Genesis. I'm excuse me, Galatians 2 and 20, he said, the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. That's so so that's what our true faith is. That's what our real faith is, is faith in the Son of God. Now, uh, on the idea of works, 
Because what we we talked about resting in his finished works. So the difference between resting and working is that when you're working, you're basing what you receive from God or what you obtain from God on your own performance. Mm -hmm. When you're resting, Mm -hmm. you're relying on Jesus's performance to obtain the promise. Say that one more time. (laughs) You say it five times. (laughs) See how well you do. No, that's powerful. No, but what I was saying is that, uh, okay, so if as long as you're relying on your own performance, your own works, your own works, you think that's what you have to do in order to obtain the promises of God. But as long as you're relying on Jesus's works, you're resting Mm. because it's what he did that allows you to obtain uh, whatever it is you're believing for by faith. Do you know how many Christians have been walking with the Lord and have not grasped rest. that? They have not grasped Well, that the idea. reason I didn't receive is because, you know, I have this drinking problem. Mm. And I, the reason I didn't be- receive is because I had an ugly attitude and it stopped me from getting what God had for me. And the reason I didn't get what God had promised me is because I didn't tithe this month. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. we have all these things going through our head. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, the Lord had been putting on my heart. I need to go visit this one. I didn't go do it. So that's why I can't receive Mm. from God. And that's why, you know, God's message on righteousness, if you can get a hold of that, (laughs) <laughs> mm, you're preaching good if you can just get a hold of god's righteousness then you realize that yeah there is a a a active side of righteousness that says that because i am the righteousness of god in christ i do what's right That's so good but not that i'm gonna do what's right so i can get what god has for me mm-hmm. i do what's right because it's right i do what's right because it's right mm-hmm. it's it's who i am mm-hmm. this is just who i am it's just who i am and and so what you doing that for? Why are you working so hard? It's just who I am. It's just who I am. It's just the right thing to do. It's just the right thing to do. Matthew 6, 33. <laughs> Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, righteousness. and yeah. all these things. You say, what is his righteousness? His way of doing. Right. And being. And being right. Right. And you know, I haven't always had this conviction, mm. but one of the reasons we keep our vehicles clean is because it is it's the right, right thing, thing to, to do. do. One of the reasons why even, you know, at the gym, we pick up paper if we happen to pass by a piece of paper Preach. on the floor, yeah. even though we didn't put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Why do you do that? It's just the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when the righteousness of God really explodes on the inside of you, it changes the way you think. Mm-hmm. You don't just do something because it's yours to do. Mm. You do something because you recognize that your holy living shines like Mm -hmm. bright armor Mm -hmm. and that God has made you distinguished. He has made you a standout. Mm -hmm. And so you can't do things on an average scale. You can't do things in an average way. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you recognize who you are and whose you are. That's so good. That's so good. You know, we're going to have to stop on that one because that is where... We need to probably pick up tomorrow because we want to talk about the finished works. What are the finished works and what does it mean to rest in the finished works? Yeah, we have to be thought life champions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've heard that term before. Mm-hmm. Some people may not have heard that term. 
term, but it just means that you have to gain authority over your thoughts, mm -hmm. how you think and what you're meditating on, mm -hmm. because it will determine your actions. Mm -hmm. A lot of people yeah, are guilty about their actions, but they don't recognize it's your belief system that needs fixing, not what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Not so much what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I said this the other day, God doesn't care so much about your smoking, drinking, chewing and all the things that you're doing. What it is, is that God is concerned about the root. How are you believing? Mm. Yeah. What's causing you to smoke, drink, yeah. and chew? Mm -hmm. What's causing you to have need of these things? What's controlling your belief system? Yeah. Because when you're full of Christ, you don't need that stuff. Mm -hmm. I can honestly say I don't need that stuff. Mm. So and what's good. interesting, a coffee drinker such as myself, mm -hmm. I'm not that interested in coffee these days. Because mm -hmm. you're getting full on him. I'm getting full on him. Getting full on him. Amen. We stop. We're going to come back. We'll be back tomorrow. Come back and watch us tomorrow. It's going to be good. You want to hear the conclusion of this thing. It's, I mean, I, I think. You've been roasting. You've been I, cooking I've in been the kitchen. I've been cooking in the kitchen. And I, You've I, been sampling. And I think my meal tastes great because Woo! the Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. <laughs> we love y'all today. Let me speak a blessing over you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The, the Lord, Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. Have an awesome faith filled day. Yes. Amen. Amen.